We know there are times where you want to be in the mood and ready for your special someone. Erectile dysfunction medication has been around for years and has helped so many men regain their confidence in the bedroom. But what about when you don't want your chub to pop? Like during indoor class lectures, hanging out with your grandma, hanging out at your grandma's funeral, or seeing Andrew Garfield in a movie and having to convince your girlfriend you definitely aren't attracted to him. If this is the case for you, then it's time to talk to your doctor about trying No Boner Riva, the newest anti-erection medication for the embarrassed and aroused man on the go. Tired of having to explain to that girl in English class that it's not because of her? Sick of not being able to wear sweatpants while watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Now just pop a couple of No Boner Ribas, and it doesn't matter how big Kim's ass is, you'll be as asexual as Paula Poundstone in an evangelical library. Hi, I'm Dr. Phil, and I was given a lump sum of money to say that No Boner Riva is the greatest medical marvel to ever exist. When you don't want the snake to wake up next to the gopher hole, you have to pop a pill so you don't pop that chub. Take it from me, a dude that doesn't have a medical license but means well. So talk to your doctor today about No Boner Riva and put an end to those ill-timed erections. Side effects include erections that are worse than you even started with, itching, sadness, loneliness, and missing Andrew Garfield. No Boner Riva. Erections be gone. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. What you're asking for is kind of What is up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Short News Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I know. I know, it's great. I'm, I'm so great, right? Um, yeah. And like, a lot of us are really smart. I'm really smart. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, I'm Alex Mador, as you know. Um, if you like this show, and if you don't, then, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, alright, so this is the Thursday episode. I, I hope your week's been going well. Mine's been, uh, you know, pretty, pretty decent. I've really been doing my best to relax since I have some time before, uh, summer classes begin. Because I need to chill out a little. I do. Finals week was terrible. Like, such a fucking headache. And I'm allowed to have a little relaxation time. Stopped drinking excessively. I quit vaping. It's been 15 days now since my last vape. This is like some... Wait, let me fix this microphone position here. Um, here we go. Um, yeah, so as I was saying... Uh, you know, this, this is, uh, decent progress. And... I feel significantly less depressed because of it. I think after doing um, doing psychedelics in my week off, uh, I came to terms with the fact that I can no longer ignore the, the the poison and abuse I have been putting my body through with drinking and vaping, nicotine and you know all that stuff. I've so I've been eating trash 
eating like McDonald's and Taco Bell just endlessly. You know, that shit was killing me. And, um, so, you know, th- this has been helpful. This has been really helpful because I no longer pass out at 9 p.m. I've been staying up and having fun late into the night and it's been enjoyable. I wake up in the morning and don't feel like I'm going to fall right back asleep. I feel much healthier, much more active. Like I would, I would start drinking at 2 p.m. every day for the last year since like this pandemic began. And my excuse was the pandemic and that I would stop when it was all over. Well, you know, the pandemic is coming to an end for now. And I don't have any more excuses. People can go out again. So why am I sitting at home drinking in the afternoon? It's not healthy. Um, and I've been so paranoid about my, about my health all year, but I haven't been doing anything to be proactive about my health. I've been doing the opposite. So that's changing now. I've been, I'm being much more mindful of these things and taking better care of myself. Um, like I said, I was drinking from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. every single night, and it's probably done done a lot of damage. You know, my beer belly and bloating was starting to get really bad because of it. Um, my reflux was unbearable and uncomfortable, and now now that I stopped the the drinking, especially my reflux has gotten better. My voice feels slightly easier to use, and I burp much less. Feel more active, less depressed. You know, improvements here. This lockdown and everything that comes with it has been so terrible for my health. And it's enabled me to be the least active version of myself ever. So I have to stop being a a big fatty and start being healthy about everything. Because I need to get rid of this belly. It's been uh, protruding for a little while. I look like Winnie the Pooh or pregnant or both. So that's something that needs to be dealt with. Like, I only fit in one or two of my shirts and maybe one pair of shorts, maybe two. And it's not like I can just drop a bunch of money on an all-new wardrobe. Like, the one shirt I bought that I can fit in is, I bought it for $15 on Amazon. Like, I'm a, I'm a plebeian. I think I need to make that clear. And speaking of plebeian, I've been using wired earphones for the past couple of weeks since my AirPods broke. And they came back today. They're fixed. AirPods Pro, completely fixed. Um, which, like, is helpful. I'm looking forward to uh, going back to listening to podcasts while I'm on the toilet, while my phone is in the other room, because I don't like bringing my phone to the toilet. It's just like a, like a little pet peeve of mine, personally. Um, like, I prefer going wireless. I don't want to make a mistake and drop the whole phone into the bowl or something. I'd rather be hands-free while I'm pooping or whatever. So, I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh that I can have that wonderful experience once again and these things don't break anymore. They were having like this weird echo vibration feedback that was in my ears and it hurt so much. So they fixed it. It's working much better now for for now. I don't for now. I don't know if they just replaced the whole pod or pods themselves, because it all looks brand new. That's the thing. It it looks brand new. So I'm like, damn, did they give me, like, a whole new set? They were like, fuck it, just give them them a replacement. (laughs) 
because they're they're fantastic now like they they completely work like just so much better than before it's amazing so yeah i think they i think they just replaced them with a new one the new pair like they they've been they've been amazing headphones uh I think I gave a review of the AirPods Pro on this show. Not that like this is a not that this is a tech review show or anything, but they the noise canceling is fantastic. They're probably the best pair of headphones that I've ever owned if I'm being real. I'm not exaggerating. I've had a lot of headphones in my life. The best ones I had before this were the Brazil FIFA World Cup edition Beats noise canceling headphones that were one of the first things I bought with the money I earned at the grocery store other than drugs. Um, and they were great. Studio quality headphones. And I, you know, I ended up selling them for money for drugs when I went off to college, unfortunately. And, you know, looking back, that was really sad. <laughs> but I was, I was addicted to Xanax. So what are you going to do? I was like a crackhead back then. It was a very, very dark time in my life. But now, now... With these AirPods Pro. With these AirPods Pro. The noise canceling is even better. And wireless and portable, easy to use. Everything about them is absolutely perfect. So I'm really hoping they come back. Like, they just, they work 100% completely again. I, I don't know, like, because they lasted, it seems like they lasted exactly a year, and then they went to shit, which, you know, that that's the way new technology works, that planned obsolescence. Oh, it's broken? Just buy a new one. Buy, buy the new one that just came out, right, right, right uh, after yours broke. And, you know, I don't have a headphone jack on my phone, you know, so I have to use lightning port headphones when these are broken. Which aren't terrible, but it just, it feels wrong after being so privileged and having wireless AirPods for so long. I don't know why I'm telling you all of this. It's not really worth your time, and I'm, I'm sorry. There's a decent amount of uh, shit going on in the world I'm, that I'm uh, neglecting talking about. So we can talk about that. 50% of U.S. adults are vaccinated. That's one thing. That's, that's good and all. Um... But I was hoping the number would be higher than that. And I, I hear so many people are getting counterfeit vaccine cards, and I'm hoping they have a way to combat that. Otherwise, no one is going to be safe from COVID when going to, like, an indoor event. What I think they need to do is move away from the paper handwritten vaccine cards and instead use the digital vaccine passports on phones. And, you know, it, like, it pisses me off that the only reason we can't have, pro- like, progress in our lives is because a bunch of paranoid anti-science conservative freaks who believe everything is a conspiracy to track and control people are like running shit or making enough of an impact where we can't do any of this shit like just because a bunch of assholes are out of touch with reality we all have to suffer do the people who are anti-mask and anti-vax realize that if they want covid to end so bad and restrictions to end so bad the way to do that is through masks and vaccines? Or do they not even realize that? It's frustrating. Like, why are we letting these idiots control what happens to the people we care about? Fuck those idiots. I bet they all listen to Joe Rogan and 
cream their pants every time he says something to endanger the masses. A bunch of idiots. Get the get the vaccine. Why are people so hesitant? The whole microchip conspiracy started because of a, a patent to put invisible tattoo ink on the skin of someone who got a vaccine as a way to prove that they've gotten it under a specific light, kind of like the Chuck E. Cheese stamps. And it was it was pretty cool, and it was a good idea until the conservative QAnon nutjobs translated that into a microchip and then into Mark of the Beast. And it's like, it wasn't even a chip. Where was the chip, dude? There was no chip. The little tattoo, a little invisible ink. You idiots. Like, everything is the Mark of the Beast, according to these people. QAnon should... They should... These QAnon people, sorry, they should stop using their phones then because those could be considered the mark of the beast, but they use them all day to scroll on parlor. They should also stop driving cars places because those require an identification card to use them. Isn't that the mark of the beast? They're so selective with the things they consider a threat, and it's ridiculous and needs to stop. And these people shouldn't be allowed to be this dangerous. The Karens that have been making scenes throughout this pandemic have been doing so much damage because no one's doing anything to stop them. No one's doing anything useful to stop them. Did you see um, Amy Cooper, the Central Park Karen, is suing her former employer for firing her because she called the cops on that innocent black guy who was literally just birdwatching? Yeah, dude, she, she did that. Just, just when you thought maybe she learned her lesson and this, this, uh, and, and is going to change for the better. But no, no, she's suing for discrimination. Another white offender trying to make themselves out to be the victim of oppression. It's like, no, you, you bitch. You made a whole scene because you're a fucking racist. I don't care how threatened you act on the phone. You're not fooling anyone. You literally told the innocent, the innocent guy that you were calling the police on, I'm going to tell the police a black man is harassing me, which is the worst part because she's abusing the racial biases against black people in order to make this innocent dude afraid for his life. It's racist manipulation, and in my opinion, she should have been fired for that. She should have been arrested for that. Her employer did the right thing, though. No one should be welcomed back to their job after going viral for something as fucked up as that. Actually, I think I, like, I saw her and her dog when I was near Central Park last year, like outside of her apartment, I was like walking home from something. And at first I didn't think it was her, but no, dude, it was. Same same dog, phone, outfit, everything. Like, I wanted to say something so badly, uh, but I don't know. It would have been bad. It's not a good look for a man to be yelling obscenities at a woman on the street. If anybody got video of that, local podcaster goes crazy at woman. Um, another thing in the news, um, (laughs) oh boy. So another thing in the news is people are saying COVID may have been started in a lab, um, that researches viruses in Wuhan, China. And I'm being really hesitant on that whole thing, that whole idea, but even the Democrats are saying that's probably what happened, even Fauci, um, Which, you know, this won't fare well for Asian people, if it's true. I'm honestly pretty scared. Like, if it it comes out that it 
did indeed originate in a lab in Wuhan. Hate crimes against Asian people are guaranteed to increase even more than they already have. It's a big fucking problem, man. Like, someone tweeted a reply to a tweet I made in March of 2020, so over a year ago, saying, saying, like, like, not so, like, wait, one second, let me see what the tweet said. Like, like, um, like not so racist now that, like, Lord, even Lord, Lord Fauci is even saying it's, it's from a lab, lol, and I'm like, okay, great, like, another, another white dude reinforcing that Asians are the problem, um, or, or la, why lol, why lol, it's not funny, like, like I, the tweet I made was legitimately concerned about, like, Asian hate crimes, people blaming all Asian people for the virus, so what's funny? Dude, saw you and your, um, and of course he's like dressed in full on, like, I don't know what to call it. Like, I don't want to be insensitive, but full on like Jewish garb, you know, <laughs> like, like he's got this thing around his neck with like the stars of David. He's got like a, like a hat and you know, all the stuff. I don't know what the stuff is called. Okay. But he's got all, all the, the whole kitten caboodle of Judaism. He's wearing the whole fucking temple on his fucking wardrobe. Um, and, and he's, you know, and he's coming at me about, like, Asians. I'm like, dude, okay. What, like, how about I start talking about how you guys are all, you, you guys just love bombing brown people by, like, based on current events. All, should I just start saying all Jews are responsible for bombing brown people? That that wouldn't work, right? That would be that would be anti-Semitic. So, why is it any different when it comes to Asian people? You know, I don't. I'm not trying to offend anybody here. I'm explaining how that could be offensive to the person that is offending my people. Anyways, like, I, I, I don't know, like, I'm hesitant on believing that it was, uh, it was made in a, made in a lab, because it's scary, because I really don't want to be attacked for something that truly has nothing to do with me, and I'm afraid to go outside now that I know that people can tell that I'm Asian after the Chinese food incident with the white neighbor I talked about last episode. So if it ends up being true, I think everyone here can agree that it's um, not the Chinese citizens or Asians in general who are responsible for sending coronavirus. You know, it's whoever's in charge of that lab in Wuhan, if this ends up being the case. Like, blame the government, not the people. It's not fair to the people who have nothing to do with this and are suffering the same way that you and me are suffering, to, like, attack them and treat them as scapegoats. We need to stop looking for scapegoats. If it ends up having come from a lab, then yes, we need to hold those, like, who are legitimately responsible, accountable. But only the people who are actually involved. Like, I get, I kind of get where the gloating Twitter guy is coming from, although I don't, 
I don't know how he found my tweet from 2020 to reply to now. I've been, like, how, how did you remember that? I've been wrong so many times before. And this could be, you know, another one of those times. And if, if all the facts come out and it ends up being the case, then I have a little bit of egg on my face. I will, I will admit to that. And I don't believe one way or the other. The, the wet market theory makes a lot more sense to me after seeing documentaries about wet markets and how sicknesses spread there. That would make a lot more sense. Like, dude, have you seen those videos? It's gross. The shit you can buy there. Something like, that. it makes me want to become a vegetarian <laughs> when I see a wet market, like a video of a wet market in China. And and that's the main theory people have about where the virus came from, but they're investigating the issue and the origin some more, opened that whole thing up to see if it did indeed come from a lab. So we'll wait and see on that. But also, stop the Asian hate, because, you know, Asian people in general didn't do anything. Sweet old Mrs. Kim down the hall from you has nothing to do with spreading the virus to the American population. She's lived here for 40 years, dude. She's Korean, not even Chinese, bro. Don't beat her up. So I'm really not sure about, like, you know, about that. We need more information because, yeah, the Chinese Communist Party is a scary thing, especially to conservatives who hate the word communism. Um, but yeah, they're scary. They are. They're very authoritarian. They're controlling their population and the flow of information. They don't care about killing people and want to compete with us in every possible way. They're bad for the environment, like with all the coal plants that they allow. So I understand the pushback to ever like working with them or cooperating or defending them or anything. But the Chinese people are not the same thing as the CCP. And that's a fact. The same way I, as an American citizen, am not the same as Ted Cruz. I don't believe the same things as Ted Cruz, so don't lump me in with him. Even though he's part, he represents a state, he is the senator of a state in this country that I live in. He's an American senator. That doesn't mean I agree with him. That doesn't mean I live the same type of life as him in any way. Not everyone believes the same shit. Not everyone is an agent of evil or control. Like, most people are just trying to live their lives the best they possibly can. You know that. Can we all agree that Asian Americans have nothing to do with coronavirus other than being the same race as potential offenders in the issue? They live in America. Asian Americans live in America. They aren't bringing anything over here. They're already here. They've been here. Relax. We need to focus on getting rid of the virus here and preventing it from happening again, not pointing out blame at everyone who looks like they could possibly be Chinese. So that's what's going on there with the hate crimes and Asian hate and, and uh, coronavirus, all that stuff. Let me just check on something. I want to see if I have this available here for us to look at. So. Joe Biden spoke to a bunch of um a bunch of influencers because that's what needs to happen. Fucking influencers need to be spending time with our president and asking them about and asking him the important questions. Um not How about we don't do that? How about we like stick to running the country, Joe? But um 
Shit, where am I? So yeah, so Joe Biden talked to a bunch of influencers in their YouTube videos about the virus. It looks really cheesy. I don't even know who these influencers are or why they were selected over someone prominent like Markiplier or Hassan Piker or someone people actually enjoy watching. I legitimately have no idea who any of these people are. And that makes me really not care about anything that anyone has to say in those videos. They look like shitty versions of actual decent YouTubers. The videos are um, discussing the vaccines and their safety as well as effectiveness, which is good, but come on. Give us some real YouTubers to talk to the president. What, you pick the cleanest, most dull, unexciting people in influencer history? Who are these people? Are they industry plants? Government plants? Like, I mean, it makes sense considering how boring and dull every government website is. Those designs are the worst. So, NSA, hit me up. I'll make you a great site on Squarespace, whoever, um, CDC, all you people. Hit me up. But we can look at one of those influencer videos and see how lame it is. Uh, Usually these things are cheesy as fuck and unbearable to watch. So, um, here's a video of Dan Bongino. (laughs) I hate Dan Bongino, and I I barely know much about him. But he will show up as, like, people might also like this. Like, if if you're looking at my show, they suggest to you his show. And it's like, no, fuck, fuck, don't go to him. Do not go to Dan Bongino's fucking podcast. That is not the place. That is not the place. Okay, so I'm looking for this. Influencers, Joe Biden. Um, all right. President Biden, YouTube Town Hall. Yeah, YouTube Town Hall. It's like, what? Who the fuck is Brave Wilderness? The dude that, the dude that gets stung by giant bees for a living. Wow. Wow, that's who, that's who I want asking the important questions. Um, to Dr. Fauci. So, Dr. Fauci, if I shove 19 murder hornets up my ass, will it be okay to visit the emergency room or are they too backed up with COVID patients right now? I need to know before I make this $100,000 off these views from this, these, these murder hornet stings up my asshole. I, so, so let me know, Dr. Fauci. Alright? Yeah, cool. Trying to get those views. So, so like... Alright, let's see what we got here. If you were to be stranded on a desert island and you had to bring one product with you, a skincare product that you might really love. Oh my god. Yeah, because that's useful. That is so useful. Wow. This has 19,000 dislikes and only 2.4 thousand likes. I, I love that it has more dislikes than likes by a lot. Because that first question... Can we get... Can we start that over? Jamie, can we... Jamie! Jamie, can we start that over? Jamie, I, I need the... Can you bring bring over the steroid needle so I can inject it into my dick, please, Jamie? Jamie, Jamie, I'm running out of testosterone. My my tits are coming out. Jamie, All right, play that back. If you were to be stranded on a desert island and you had to bring one product with you, a skincare product that you might really love, what would it be? Some sunscreen. There we go. If you are stuck on a desert island and you 
had to bring one skincare product with you. Mr. President, I know we're going through a, a worldwide pandemic. We're going through a worldwide pandemic, but I need to know what skincare product you would bring on a deserted island. It is urgent. It is so urgent. I just need to know, okay? Oh, no. That's not even a COVID question. How is that a COVID question? What the fuck? I bet people, all 19K of those people disliked it after that one question. It's like, no, fuck this. I don't care what anybody else has to say after that. Should I just exit this? Fuck this video. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to watch it. Go. Welcome to the YouTube town hall on COVID-19 vaccination with President Joe Biden and Dr. Anthony Fauci. My name is Karine Jean-Pierre and I'll be hosting these conversations that we're going to have today. Now, listen, we are doing this today because we wanted to partner up with some of your favorite creators to have a conversation about the importance. None of these people are my favorite creators. I only know who the the wilderness guy is because I've I've gotten drunk and watched him get stung by giant ass fucking hornet bee mutant monsters and just like sit there and talk about the pain while he's going through it like it's an acid trip or something. It's like Jesus, dude, you you get your kicks off some weird shit. So what kind of questions are these unknown, these unknown influencers going to be, uh, going to be asking the president other than, if you were stuck on a desert island, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what skincare product would you bring and what Netflix show would you have to have downloaded because you don't have internet? Well, I don't, uh, well, that's a good question. I don't really know, uh, I don't know what Netflix is. I, I, uh, last time I used a TV was 1965. And, uh, and that, that was, uh, it was a big tube. My Joe Biden. ...of getting vaccinated. Let's get started with our first conversation, Manny MUA. Manny MUA, can you hear me? How are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing fine. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you guys so much for doing this with me. I really, really appreciate it. You guys are absolutely great. I have a couple questions for you guys. There's a lot of rumors that are going around that young and healthy people don't need to get the vaccine. You should save it for people who... Oh, I wonder who... I wonder who said that, Jamie. Jamie, who could have said that? That young and healthy people don't need the, the vaccine. I wonder who said that rumor. Definitely wasn't. Wasn't me, Jamie. I didn't do that. I was on DMT that day. I was I was on DMT in my in my meat smoking sauna room, <laughs> passing out from all this the toxins. <clears throat> I was too busy doing jujitsu while tripping on LSD with with Alex Jones. <laughs> are a little bit older. What do you guys think about that? Both of your guys' thoughts. Young children, even though when they get infected, it's unlikely mm -hmm. that they would have a serious disease compared to an elderly person or a person who has an underlying condition. They are not exempt from getting serious illness. So you want to protect the youngsters, be they adolescents, be they young children, 
you want to protect them. There's no doubt about it. But then there's also the responsibility that you have of not being part of spreading the infection throughout the community. So you almost want to take what I call a societal responsibility. Protecting children also protects society. Um, so I've heard rumors about, you know, of course, a vaccine passport when you'll need to confirm whether you have the vaccine or not to travel or to go to concerts, etc. Okay, so far he's not asking all, all like fucking conversation starter questions. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I got a story for you. Okay, so when, when I was in high school. My mom used to torture me on her birthday by um, making me and my brother go with her to New York City and eat, like, have tea time. Like, you know, tea, not like golf teas, like, like, sleepy time tea or chamomile tea or whatever the fuck. Have tea time at the top of the American Girl Doll Place store. There's a restaurant at the top of it. She'd sit us down, sit a doll next to one of us to make us feel embarrassed. And that was her birthday present, was just getting her kicks out of emasculating the two of us by dragging us to the American Girl doll place and humiliating us in front of all, all those people. It was horrible. It was horrible. But why do I bring that up? Because there was a stack of cards on the table when you would go there. And they were like little conversation points. Like, like I said, like... What would you do if you were president? Like, what what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what, what's one secret that you haven't told anyone? Or, like, stupid things like that. And we would just be sitting there doing that, and I'd just be like, fuck my life. Like, this is horrible. <laughs> and... And, you know, like, that, that went on for a few years. It was really bad. It was painful. And I'm glad I don't have to do it anymore. So that's good. But, um, yeah. Do you feel like that's going to be something that's going to be implemented more? These rumors of vaccine passports, I think it just plays the paranoia in, in some totally. people, particularly with younger people. And uh, that's just not the case. But if you've been vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. And if you're not, you should wear a mask for your own safety's sake and for the sake of the people you care a great deal about, mm -hmm. the people you love. It's so easy for- But what if people don't care about the people they're supposed to care about? People to get a vaccine. All you have to do is text your zip code and the number 438829. It'll tell you exactly where you can go to get a vaccine. You can get it quickly. And you know what? Uber and Lyft have come along and they've said that for the end of May, all the way through the July 4th, anybody who calls them, they'll pick them up, take them to a vaccine site, wait. Wait, do you call Uber? Has, no, Joe Biden's never taken an Uber. Do, I guess you call the Uber. Yeah, you like drop your location, you call. Okay, yeah, you call the Uber. Sorry, I'm just, I, I, I was nitpicking to make fun of how he's an old man. But, but again, I'm being a dick. He, you, you do call an Uber. You can, you can give me shit about this later if you want. I, I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh. Wait for them and take them back. That's a big deal. That's amazing. That's, honestly, that's incredible. I love that they did initiative like that. I feel like yeah, that's I did see that. So I did. I did see that. Um, I didn't. I didn't use it because they hadn't implemented that yet when I got mine. I had to pay to go, but um.
And it was worth it to get the vaccine before most people. It was. Fuck you guys. I got Pfizer. <laughs> oh, I'm so mean today. I'm sorry. Well, then, you know, for my last question, President Biden, because I am a beauty guru myself, you know, I do have to ask if you were to be stranded on a desert no. island and you had to bring one product with you, a skincare product that you might really love. Wait, would... who, who is this guy? He, is he the the non-controversial James Charles? Is he like the good James Charles, the one that doesn't like prey on children? Okay, then he's cool. Then he's cool. He's fine. Manny Mua or Manny M-U-A. I don't know. I think Joe said it wrong, but whatever. Good for this dude. His eyebrows are like, have like a perfect fade. Holy shit. How do you do that? I mean, that's why he's famous, I guess. I guess these people are famous. I don't, I don't know. Or they're just good at beauty stuff. Would it be? I think uh, my wife, before I headed to that island, would tell me that you better bring some sunscreen. There we go. That was all the questions I had. I just want to say thank you so much. Have an amazing one, both of you. Have a great day. You too. As you just heard from President Biden, everyone needs to get vaccinated, including young people. Right, and if wait, wait. Some pretty crazy adventures. Not sure if you guys are familiar with our work, but it's pretty. Yeah, like one time I put a gerbil up my ass. This is the Coyote Peterson guy, the nature guy. So one time I put a gerbil up my ass and he came out of my dick hole. And we put that on YouTube and they took away our ad revenue. So can you put in an executive order to um, bring, give us back our ad revenue and YouTube make them put up the, the pee hole rat, the pee, the pee hole gerbil tape for us? Like, we, we want that back. We really want that back. As you know, we've been, we've done a lot of, a lot of adventures lately. We've done, we've done so many adventures. And, and you know, one time, I, I fucked a bat. I, w I went to Wuhan, China. Joe, you gotta hear this. I, I, I was making a YouTube video. I went to Wuhan, China, and I... Dude, I fucked a bat. I fucked a bat for the YouTube, man. For the, and then they took away my ad revenue again. What's the deal? What's the deal? Man? Why do I sound like Jimmy Fallon? Yo, what's the deal, man? A Jimmy Fallon. I'm so funny. I'm so funny. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy Fallon. Hate that guy. How'd I go from making fun of Coyote Peterson to uh, Jimmy Fallon? Wild. Mine's really calm. Close <laughs> <laughs> with all sorts of animals that people will likely be afraid of: snakes, scorpions, sharks. Even grizzly bears and fear is usually a result of people not understanding a certain species. I could say that the same thing goes for shots and vaccines. What can you tell us? I thought he was gonna like, no, I thought he was gonna start calling different races, like comparing different races to different species. I was like, no, 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 don't do that, bro. Do not do that. That is not gonna be a good look for you. Whatever you do, do not do that. Okay. It will help alleviate any concerns parents might have in regard to kids getting vaccinated and why children that are the appropriate age should not be afraid of the vaccine. You know, exposing somebody to something that is going to be for their benefit and if they learn about it, they'll be able to do good by it 
is the same way I explain to parents about why their 12-year-old should get the shot. And I talk about it in terms of teaching about obligation to other people. It's not just about them. It's an obligation they have to their friends and other people. And on your show you do. You talk about the obligation we have to take care of what we've been given in the wild and so on. The important thing is that... Has, uh, have they ever seen anything on YouTube? Like, has Joe Biden ever used YouTube before? I, like, like, on purpose. Not just accidentally going to YouTube instead of YouPorn. Um, but, like, really, like, just gone and looked up, like, Fat Guy Star Wars or whatever that video is. Fat Guy Star Wars. <laughs> Fucking classic. Or Numa Numa. Like... Or Fauci? You think Fauci has time to be watching Coyote Peterson? Yeah, yeah, I like the one where you... I like the one where you get fucked by the alligator. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Now, I, I need to know, was that consensual? Uh, uh, did he did he think you were asking for it? Often parents ask some reasonable questions. Is this really safe for my child? And did you really rush the vaccine? That vaccine that has been distributed, that I got, that the president got, that is the result of decades of scientific and clinical research that led to that. We have to They're using the mRNA vaccine to um, a version of it to cure cancer. You heard me right. To cure cancer. That was the original purpose of the mRNA vaccine. That was what they were working on developing it for. And then COVID hit. They halted development on that and put all those resources into the COVID vaccine. So, how does the mRNA cancer vaccine work, you may ask? Well, people, I am no scientist, but they take some of the cancer cells from the uh, patient and then they do something weird with that <laughs> and they make a vaccine out of it with the mRNA that is going to tell that person specifically it's tailor-made for that person's body and that vaccine gives them their body the tools and the information that it needs similar to fighting off the COVID coronavirus to fighting off the cancer cells, killing the cancer cells. And what you're gonna you're gonna say that technology is is evil? No, dude, that's amazing. We're able to we're gonna be able to cure cancer because of this technology. That's amazing. And like if you if you're so upset about it being like you know, having to do with COVID because you don't believe in COVID or something. Dude, how many people do you know that have had and died of cancer? Probably many. So, don't you want to prevent that? You want to prevent that from happening? Any more loss? So, can we trust technology a little bit? Because that's what it is. It's modern technology. You know, I'm not going to dwell on Coyote Peterson too travel much. travel a lot to do what we do. Every single video oh. that we make for our YouTube channel requires some kind of travel. So needless to say, this past year has been, it's been pretty challenging, but we recognize it hasn't been nearly as challenging. 
this year, since we couldn't travel anywhere, we had to um, we had to go to Coyote Peterson's backyard and in, in Newport, Rhode Island, and just find some fucking find some dung beetles around and and you know just just try try to get them to uh, try to get them to uh, clamp my penis hole with their with their pinchers and see how long I will be unable to pee for when it swells. You know, like, I just, I just want to, uh, you know, we were just doing that, you know, because COVID, man, because we couldn't travel. So this vaccine is going to be really helpful because then I can go test my pee hole on something else and that'll be cool. And, and people will watch that because they like seeing me in pain. as some of the families out there that haven't been able to see loved ones. All right. Well, anyways, this is cringe. It's a lot of cringe. I don't want to bore you with it. It's whatever. Anyways, so that that's the influencers talking about um talking about COVID with the president and Dr. Dr. Fauci. Talking about the Fauci ouchie. Do you think he knows that people call it that? Probably not. Well, maybe. Uh, what else is in the news? What else? Um, iOS 14.6 is out now, so update your iPhone as soon as you can, or your iPad as well. It's, um, it's important to stay on top of those because they usually have vital security patches that you need in order to keep your data and information safe. Turning on automatic updates is always a good option if you feel like it. Apple recently also released new devices, which all look really nice. I haven't uh, haven't really talked about those much. They um they have these new things called AirTags. They're little tracking devices that you can connect to your phone. So let's say you leave your backpack somewhere. Well, you'll be able to find it because the AirTag is inside the backpack. And the AirTag communicates with other with all the other Apple devices nearby, even if they're not yours. Like just all Apple devices nearby via Bluetooth in order to provide an accurate location. And I think it's really cool, and I might need to get some of those. Like, I lose things all the time and need some sort of solution that easily hooks up to my phone. Like, I have uh, I have one of those tile trackers. I have it in my backpack now, but the actual tile app doesn't integrate well with the iPhone, and it really kills the battery. So Apple's um, AirTag solves those issues pretty well. And they also launched a new iMac, and it comes in different color selections, which remind me of the old iPod Nanos, but in a good way. They total redesign of the iMac. Really cool stuff. The price isn't horrible, but it's definitely bad. And there's a new iPad Pro as well. If you like the iPad Pro, it's, well, one of those, but somehow better. Like, um... I don't know, my iPad Pro does a pretty damn good job of doing what I need it to do. So what does this iPad Pro do that makes it better than my old one? I mean, like I saw the new keyboard for it and that you can move into you can move into different ergonomic positions and that's really cool, futuristic looking thing there, but it's not worth dropping so much money on a new device like that. Um, but whatever, you know, people are gonna buy it, people are gonna enjoy it, it's fine. Why is it? Why am I so worried? I'm not buying it. Um, what else? Kim Kardashian is being sued by her gardeners. I had a quality tweet about it yesterday. It was a 
picture of some giant hedges shaped like a huge ass, with the caption, and that's when Kim Kardashian's gardeners realized they had enough. And it was one of my best performing tweets of the month, of the month, yeah. I, I don't know, like, any more information about that. I think more will come out as time goes. She also failed her, um, her bar exam, so, ah <laughs> uh -huh. I just thought it was funny, um, you know, think about, think about that whole thing. I'm waiting on this dude to get back to me about something, but to no avail, I'm getting nothing back here. Yeah, I have this song stuck in my head, um, pretty bad, um, it's not bad, I mean, it's bad that it's stuck in my head, so there's that, but whatever, so there's also some, we got some drama. Going on, we got Ted Cruz versus Jimmy Kimmel happening again. Listen, Kimmel, Kimmel disappoints me. He, uh, he let Ted kick his ass in the basketball game they had a couple years ago. I didn't, I didn't realize Ted was a baller like that. Kimmel played like his jokes for the last five years. Shitty. Jimmy used to be one of my favorite late night hosts, but he became another political commentator instead of, in, like, instead of being a comedian. And that's, uh, that's when I stopped watching Late Night, I think. Especially when it started coming over to YouTube and, like, taking over. That was annoying because it's not what YouTube is about. It shouldn't be cable TV, but anyways. Um, you know, Jimmy and Ted are at odds again. I'm not sure why this time, but, uh, let me check Twitter. Uh, twitter.com. I'll look up Ted Cruz, Jimmy Kimmel, search. Uh, Ted Cruz picks late night Twitter fight with Jimmy Kimmel after scathing segment. Let's see. The Senate's least favorite senator. Wait, let's see. Let's see. What did Ted Cruz say? I want to read his tweets. So Kimmel on Monday called out Cruz for insulting the U.S. military as emasculated while Cruz sniped at him on Twitter for talking, talking crap and challenged him to a rematch of their 2018 charity basketball game. Cruz also reminded Kimmel that he lost the game and has to live with that forever. And then Kimmel says, he's right, it's true, I do have to live with that forever. But you let, you have to live with being Ted Cruz forever, which is so much worse. <laughs> and, and then Kimmel didn't accept the offer of a rematch, instead he used it as a lesson for Cruz, who didn't accept the results of the 2020 election and tried to challenge it both in court and in Congress. So this is the Kimmel quote. Um, after you won the game, do you remember what I did? I said, good game, thanks, and I shook your disgusting hand. I didn't complain that it was rigged, I didn't ask for a recount on the referee, I didn't start a conspiracy theory about the basketball having a microchip in it, I accepted it. I brought shame on my family, and I embraced it as I always do. It was a terrible day. I lost a basketball game to a man 
who ate one of his own boogers during a presidential debate. Oh my god, well done. Well fucking done. Ted Cruz, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I challenge you to the one thing that I c actually can surprisingly beat anybody at, which is, uh, which is basketball. So now, after I beat Jimmy Kimmel, I'm going down to West Harlem to the uh, to PS62, and I'm challenging the the boys down there. Goes down. He's wearing like a he's wearing a red bandana. Doesn't realize what it means. He's got his tank top tank top on. I'm talking about Ted Cruz. What up, my fellow brothers? How you doing? I'm uh I'm here for the ball the ball game. You know. Y'all got any uh you got y'all got any reefer? I, I don't want any. I just wanna I just wanna make sure you don't. So I, cause I, I don't wanna. I, I get scared near near that kind of stuff. <laughs> you guys ready to get schooled by T Ted Cruz, the guy who ate a booger on live TV? <laughs> um. Anyways, we gotta roast him. We gotta roast Ted Cruz. We got we got stuff to say about him, right? He's being annoying. He's saying some shit about um the China China origins of COVID or whatever. How oh, COVID was made in a lab or you know the thing that we're saying like they're looking into right now. They don't have any concrete evidence of that, but they are looking into it as a possibility. Yeah. So anyways, fucking Ted Cruz was on Fox News as always, um, as he is every week, um, tooting his little horn, uh, his little sackless horn. Um, well, anyways, here we go. Texas Senator Ted Cruz has been one of the loudest voices calling for a complete investigation into where the virus came from. Where? Where do viruses come from? The same way I don't know where babies come from because me and my wife, see, we have never actually fornicated. She told me that is not something that she can do. Except, you know, she does that with with our pool boy Eduardo anyway so I don't I don't understand and then Eduardo's cousin Emilio comes over and then they start you know one one does her from the back and the other from the from the front and then and then and then the uh <laughs> and then I I walk in and they they uh they make me watch but I feel uncomfortable and I ask if I can leave and then they uh they don't let me leave and I feel too uncomfortable to 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 stand up for myself, but you know, they, they I I don't I do do not think my kids are mine is what I'm trying to say, Sean. I do not think my kids are mine. And he joins us now, Senator Cruz. Sanders with me as well. And there's no indication uh, that the Biden administration plans to push China for more transparency on this, as the intelligence community investigates it. We also learned earlier today that back in the spring, the Biden White House closed down a State Department group that was looking into the origins of coronavirus. What do you make of all this? Well, unfortunately, in the first four months, we've seen Joe Biden and the administration consistently soft on China and soft on Russia. With respect to China, uh, the evidence, I think, strongly suggests that this virus escaped from one of the two institutes of virology in Wuhan, China. There are two that were studying not just coronaviruses, they were studying coronaviruses derived from bats. Bats that don't occur naturally within 900 miles of Wuhan where the outbreak mm -hmm. occurred. 
And, and one of those two, two institutes, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, is 400 yards away from the wet market where, where some of the first cases were discovered. Now, when I raised this... So it's either, it's either scientists or wet market, which has notoriously been a place where viruses have started historically over and over again. It, it is known as a place where disease spreads, but the highly sterilized facility miles and miles away, I'm going to say that it was that, that place, that place, even though the wet market is usually the perpetrator every time. I'm going to go with the Chinese lab. I'm going to go Chinese lab for 200 points, Alex. What is Chinese lab? This back in, in March of last year, I called for an independent investigation. Much of the corporate media derided it. In fact, the Washington Post fact-checked it and said it was objectively false that it could have possibly escaped from this lab. We now know three researchers at that lab got sick with symptoms that certainly are consistent with COVID in the winter of 2019. There needs to be a clear, serious, objective investigation. They got sick, so that automatically means that it's COVID. In the winter of 2019, that would be like way before COVID. I don't know, like COVID spread everywhere else. But, um, uh, people get sick of other shit. Yeah, like that's an interesting coincidence, I guess. But, that doesn't mean anything. We need more evidence than that. Oh, three people got sick, so that automatically means that the lab that's handling handling viruses and stuff spread the coronavirus to everyone, even though they do other viruses too, and the wet market is nearby, and all that stuff. You know, I'm going to go with conspiracy. I'm going to go with that they're trying to infect the whole world and cause the end of times. I believe that is somehow profitable to Chinese Communist Party because I hate Asian people. I'm Ted Cruz, and I don't even know, like, how, how can they even see me? How can they even see me with those little eyes? Have you seen Alex Mador? It looks like he's half asleep all the time. Like, the, you don't know if they're asleep or awake. It's scary. It's scary. And everyone's just like, um, Ted? <laughs> it, like, like, and then don't even get me started on if you try to copy their homework. Ted, Ted, I think you're getting too getting too personal here. Oh, and then and then they go off and they they start they start fucking your wife. <laughs> I'll stop. I'm sorry. We've gotten we're a minute 45 into this video. And I'm just I have no I have no testicles, none, none at all. So that is why I need to be replaced. Repealed and replaced. Investigation. Joe Biden shut down the investigation that was ongoing at the Department of State. And just a couple of weeks ago, we had a vote in the Senate Commerce Committee on whether to create a commission to study the origins of COVID-19 Unfortunately, every single Democrat voted no uh, because uncovering China's culpability in it apparently is not consistent yeah. with, with their partisan objectives.
Uh, earlier today, the former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, who put together this group to look into the origins of COVID, tweeted the following about that group being shut down. President Biden sides with China, WHO, and the liberal media on Wuhan virus, joining the, quote, nothing to see here crowd by shutting down State Department pandemic origin investigation. I commenced, this isn't political. America must lead on this. And then we heard at a Senate Appropriations Committee hearing today from Dr. Anthony Fauci that he can't guarantee that the Chinese didn't lie to him after he told them you can't use NIH money to pursue gain-of-function research. Well, un un unfortunately, Dr. Fauci funded some of the research that may have been at the heart of, of this coming out. That was a mistake. Um, and, and even more so, Dr. Fauci has been part of, of essentially covering this up for months. He dismissed as, as a crackpot theory what, what I think the preponderance of the evidence suggests. We don't know this for a fact, and the reason we don't know it for a fact is because China has second. control I gotta, of... Um, I gotta call somebody real quick. Let me... All right. Um, how much of this is left? Let me see. Recording again? Yeah? Okay, cool. Those labs, they won't allow investigators in. They won't allow any evidence in. They want to cover it up. The World Health Organization, which Trump pulled out of and Biden put us back into, the World Health Organization has assisted China in the cover-up. And I think the world, I think the people who died across, the, across this country and across the world, their families deserve to know where this virus came from, if it indeed came from a, a, a Chinese government lab and, and was released either intentionally or more likely accidentally, but we ought to investigate to figure it out. And, and, and He so badly wants to say intentionally, though. Like, that's his way of saying, intentionally. But then he goes, but, but I, I don't want to, not assuming it, it, it intentionally, I mean, like, maybe. But actually, I mean, it, 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 it yeah, intentionally. Fuck, man. Here we are, sitting inside, watching Ted Cruz complain about shit. Wow, it's such a beautiful day. Well, you know... I think it came from a lab on purpose. Well, not really on purpose. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, well, you know, I, I'm going to backpedal on that statement again, but... Yeah, that's, that's what he sounds like to me. And Joe Biden and the Democrats need to stop mm -hmm. their cover-up that is benefiting the Chinese communists at the expense of the American people. Let me go to the, this idea of what you said just a moment ago, and you also referred to it a little while back, too, about this idea of a crackpot theory. Uh, you mocked the Washington Post and their fact-checker, Glenn Kessler, calling them clowns after Kessler wrote an article yesterday with the headline, quote, Timeline, How the Wuhan Lab Leak Theory Suddenly Became Credible. Many mainstream media outlets dismissed the idea, as you pointed out, that this thing could have ever come from a lab a year ago. Now they are conveniently... <laughs> ignoring their very own mockery as they now report on the increasing credence of this possibility. Yeah, look, and, and, and the facts were there a year ago. The State Department, long before this, this pandemic began, sent two different wires raising concerns about the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and in particular, their poor security standards, that they didn't have good protocols to prevent an accidental leak. And the State Department wires predicted there was a risk of a, a coronavirus pandemic. This is before COVID-19 started. The State Department was raising those concerns, and yet the Washington Post and, and much of the corporate media 
refused to, to raise those concerns. They dismissed them. Were you on the side of the president who said that COVID was a hoax and that it would all be gone by like April or something and now it's, it's like a year later and it's still not gone? So like, I, I guess you've accepted that it's real and that it's urgent. But now you're acting like you weren't on the side of it. Uh, not being a big deal. It's not a big deal. Oh, uh, we knew about it. We knew about it. Oh, then if we knew about it being a threat, then why were you guys acting like we don't need to, like, shut down shit? We don't need to be, like, wearing masks and protecting people. Like, so, so what is it? It's one or the other, dude. She's a fucking hypocrite. I can't give him any more, any more of our fucking time. I won't do it. I will not do it. I will not. Listen to Ted Cruz. I will not do it because I no longer drink booze. Hell yeah. I stopped drinking. Mostly. Which is crazy. Um, yeah, let me talk about that for a second. So, like, I've been feeling a lot better. Uh, just with no vaping, no drinking. I know I mentioned this before. But I'm really happy about it. I have, like, one beer a night. One, one light beer a night. And... I, I've had a lot more energy. I've been a lot more clear-headed. I think it's a, uh, things, things are, uh, good in that regard. I'm surprised that it wasn't as crippling to me as I thought it was going to be to quit. Um, so that's good. That's good. Really good. Anyways, we got some Karens that we gotta watch. Here we go. Okay, wait. So this looks like an airport. This lady is yelling at a security officer. My name is Terry M. Booth. I'm the manager of the fucking airport here. Who saw him choking? Choking? Who saw him choke me to the ground? Who saw me? I saw you run through the door when you weren't supposed to. He choked me you deserve it. Yeah, yeah, tell him, dude. What? Boo hoo. Boo hoo. Boo hoo. Boo hoo. You fuck off. Not help. Not help. Not help. Excuse me? I want the manager of the airport here. Oh, shit. Oh, this is some Asian hate. Some Asian hate. Uh, that's a- that's a white guy. So, that's a white guy attacking an Asian. So, that disproves the whole, oh, it's only black people attacking Asians narrative right there. That is a bald-ass white dude. Attacking an Asian dude. So, so you're gonna tell me- You're gonna tell me it's just black people? You're gonna blame it on them? White people? White- white nationalist supremacist people? Really? You're gonna do that? Get all this evidence here, dude. All this evidence that white people are the ones doing it. Doing the offenses against Asians. Yeah. 
Drunk, he's drunk. It doesn't make it fun. Oh, he slapped. Oh, kick his ass. Don't do it. Don't do it. Sit down. Don't do it. No, kick kick his ass. This lady's trying to tell the the Asian guy, no, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't. He's drunk. Just don't, dude. If that was if that was happening to me, and this dude comes up to me, Ooh, Chinese motherfucker slaps me across the face, dude. Five seconds. Fucking on the ground, choked out. All of my weight on his neck. You don't do hate crimes. You don't do that. This is why I don't take the train, because I'm going to end up killing somebody. Like, that's not... It's not going to be good. Like, self-defense, I mean. Like, some some white person's going to be, you fucking Asian. They're dead. They're dead. The second they say that, they're dead. That's the thing. Like, I don't have the patience to deal with racism. So before they do anything else... They will be in the hospital. So I don't go on the subway. I don't. Threatening a kid? I'll come for you, bitch. What is wrong with people? What is this? A, is this a subway? Or like, what is this? This is just some, some random, random place, some deli or something. Dude, chill, lady. this lady the white woman white woman thinking they can get away with this shit I got the whole thing on video yeah oh yeah it was about masks it's always about masks what are you gonna do it's always about masks what are you gonna smother me with your mask what? 
We don't care. Why the fuck you for calling me over there? Get the fuck out of here! We're trying to talk to you! Fuck you, bitch! What the fuck are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I'm my fucking husband, bitch! You're just fucking bitch! I'll get my husband! Yeah, you have to call your husband because you can't do anything yourself, you dumb bitch. You dumb bitch. So you're, you, so you call him Jorge and say something about a camel? What? Dude, you just, you are a Karen. That's a thing. You're a Karen. This is Karen behavior. I, you see me picking I her up. I told you, you were over. I hope you're proud. I hope you're proud. That's embarrassing. You're, you're racist, lady. Come on. Come on. Hey, racist lady me. following me. I picked her up and she starts screaming. She starts screaming. I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving. You're escalating the situation. How old? You're racist, lady. You're embarrassed. You're embarrassing. You're. Oh damn! That's one of the NFTs that I almost bought. That they added here. The Karening intensifies sticker. Embarrassing. Crypto Karen. This lady just freaking tried to grab my phone. Oh my gosh. I don't want your phone. You just heard your. I'm literally going home and you're following me. Today, Norfolk City Councilman Paul Riddick defended some controversial remarks he made about Chinese restaurants in the city. At a council meeting this week, he said the restaurants don't need money and they don't give anything back to the community. 13 News Now reporter Megan Shin talked to him about those comments. Chinese don't need any money. They're making money hand over fist. And they always have been. They don't hire blacks and they don't give anything back to the community. Those were Councilman Paul Riddick's words Tuesday night. That statement came after council Bruh. members heard a presentation about helping businesses in the city during the coronavirus outbreak. The director of economic development. So then he was like, fuck them Chinese. <laughs> Bro, come on. You've never eaten from a Chinese food restaurant before? So they're they're not you have. You definitely have. And you, so they're not contributing to your community at all. If you use their restaurant, you eat their food. That that's a contribution right there. What do you mean they're not offering anything? You just want to say that because you don't feel like they're welcome there. You don't want them there. That's some racist thing within you. Said Norfolk's small business outreach team is calling businesses to help owners. We've uh, contacted and been in touch with over a thousand businesses businesses as of last week. 
Councilman Tommy Smeagol asked about language barriers in helping the Spanish-speaking community. The director used an example of the team making calls to Chinese restaurants. When Riddick made his comment about the restaurants, Councilman Tommy Smeagol responded to him. Mr. Rick, I'm really upset with your comments that you made about Chinese families. Oh, yeah, it, it might have sounded racist. It might have sounded like I was, um, <laughs> you know, picking that group out. But I, I was picking it out economically. He's old as fuck. He's old as fuck. His eyebrows are literally like... I don't know. They're fucking caterpillars. They're short little caterpillars. It's hilarious. Riddick says he thinks small black businesses aren't getting enough support from the city and community. Riddick says his comment came from personal experience in the city where he grew up and that the black community makes up most of the customers at Chinese restaurants. Riddick says because of that, he thinks Chinese restaurants haven't struggled financially during the coronavirus pandemic. How about those ones that ended up closed? Well, what? Dude, Chinese restaurants have struggled extremely. I eat there as much as I can during during COVID times because of like the sole reason of I don't want them to go out of business. I want to support my fellow Asian Americans and Asians living in America. And and you know that's something that I'm doing because because they are actually losing business out of xenophobic anti-Asian COVID fears, you know? That is an actual thing that is happening. So to say that they don't need help is ridiculous. They need a lot of help if they're going to stay afloat. Like this news person said, what about the ones that have gone out of business? What does he have to say about those? They have made enough money in the past that they, they didn't get hurt. The councilman says he supports oh, so they're not. So they're not victims in any way. So they, they're not struggling in any way. Do you see what you're doing? You are... You're doing the exact thing that the white people are doing to you, sir. I'm sorry, but but you are you are saying that exact same thing about us, us Asians, and that is not cool. We're not just doing fine. We don't need help or whatever, dude. Everybody needs help right now. Business owners need fucking help. Small business needs fucking help. An Asian small business is not going to be getting a lot of support right now. And you, you probably know that. That's why you have all this spite against Asian people, against Chinese people. It's very cringe. Kills and I'm not racist. But he stands by his words. I wouldn't change a thing. Megan Shen, 13 News <laughs> Now. Also. Sergeant, I, I want somebody over you. I want, I want that. I want a phone number. Right. You're the one breathing all heavy for a yeah. fighter. Because he, he's the one that's 
he's starting an issue with people out in the street. He is not starting an issue. You that weren't, sir, you weren't. That guy has never caused an issue since he's been here. First thing he, he did was apologize. You got him First thing he right did now. was apologize to me. First thing he did. And why are okay. you saying he has an attitude? You do. You're the one with the attitude right now. I don't have to leave. Uh, well, then I'll sit here and babysit you. You're not babysitting me, pal. I've been doing this longer than you can imagine. I came over to have a conversation with him, and we fixed it. Now you're over here causing more of a problem. He had an attitude. I said you had an attitude. You are totally. I need a supervisor for you. Choose your battles wisely, you've fellas. Already, you've already lied to me. You said you was falling out of there. No, I didn't. I said I was right here on the turn lane. You told me you was right there. You lying sack of shit. I said now I was you're right here and I turn it. Now you're cussing at me. I was sitting right. He knows that. He was he right here. He told me. You know what? Quit you're a nobody. Quit you get out of the street. Your, quit pointing your finger. Get out of the street. Come here. Come here. Give me the number. Twenty-two four seventy-four. We're getting it. I don't really care. We're getting it. I just told you. Twenty-two four seventy-four. Number. Five. Five. Car five. What county? What township? Morgan. Morgan? Yep. Police station. Don't worry about it. You got my no, tag. You no, think you know everything. You think you know everything. Now, now you're trying to push me. You touch me and you're going to jail. <laughs> you see, you, you see just this, well, right? I, I see. see, see this, right? I got it on camera right, what he just man. did. Just like your husband says, danger, stupid kills. You know this is street. going on YouTube, right? Get out of the street. <laughs> What an asshole. That's unbelievable. I know. Those cops suck, dude. You're doing everything but drive this car. You've gone through emails. You've looked at pictures. Okay. Everything but drive the car. Okay. It's illegal. Okay. Is there a reason you might be doing this or? Um, I'm at a... Are you pulling me over because I'm... Yeah, sure. Um, I'll go ahead and pull you over then. I'll have you pull into that, the. Uh, I, I didn't I'll, mean that. I'll have you pull over sir. into the BP lot, okay? I didn't mean that. Hang tight. Pull all the way up, please. Thank you. May I ask what else pulling me over Um, nothing, ma'am. Okay, so then am I getting an citation? Yes, ma'am. Um, under Ohio State law, you can only pull me over for texting if there is another offense and give me a ticket. Well, I've done this 20 years. And you're wrong. Um, in I the just, city, of, I just looked up. <laughs> well, Except for uh, the city of you, Dublin. You need to look up the city of Columbus, ma'am. This is the code I'm going to actually give you. It's 2131.44B. Okay. I'm actually going to give you a copy of the law today. Great. It is primary offense. Just so you know, also, walking up to a woman's car, mm -hmm. you should have pulled me over. You're lucky I didn't have my pepper spray on me. So that's that would be assaulting an officer, ma'am, and you would get shot in the face. So I would love to see you try doing that. I, <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but that's hilarious. I was going to pepper spray you, officer. You're lucky. Imagine if anybody else said that. Imagine. They would be on the ground right now, probably dead. If you, would, if you would not, if you weren't going through emails, sir, you would probably be I'm not, more observant. I'm not trying to be an asshole. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, as a woman, mm -hmm. 
I am actually shaking right now because you scared the ever-living shit out of me. Well, I've made over 7,000 traffic sir, stops and I've never that, been pepper sprayed. But you, so. I understand that, mm -hmm. sir, but I'm telling you, as a woman, mm -hmm. you made me feel unsafe. Okay, I'm a public safety official, ma'am. I understand that, but I please listen to what I am saying because you're oh not listening because you're seeing this through the eyes of me trying to get out of a ticket, which mm -hmm. I'm not. Oh, you won't get I'm out of it, yeah. Sir, I can please, assure you of that. Sir, can I please finish mm -hmm. my sentence? Go ahead. As a public employee, mm -hmm. I am letting you know, as somebody who pays, who is a person who pays your salary, it's third, please. No, I'm no longer going to listen to you. I'm, I'm no I'm longer going you. to listen to you. I'm going to give you your driver's license Thanks. back. What you are being cited with is with is you, texting while driving. Right. I gave you a copy of the law. You're going to have three Can options. Have your badge your first option, it's going to be right here, ma'am. Hundred. It's at the bottom Can of I your citation. Your no, ma'am. You will. You, all I have to do is provide it to you. It's on the bottom of your citation. Can so citation, you're going to have three separate stop. options. I won't give you your options then. I need your signature. Your signature is not an admission of guilt, but I need, do need your signature because it's a arrestable offense if you do not. She's being so difficult. I can't believe that you won't even listen. No, as somebody. soon as you said... You won't listen to me. You don't listen to me. Ah, typical. Typical. I pay your salary that we're done. But, sir, we're I'm done. trying to tell you we are so done. that you can do your job better. I've done my job 20 years and I, I'm protecting the that. public from you reading your emails while you drive your car. Well, that drive hasn't existed now. for 20 years. What did she say? You need your signature because it's a... I'm trying to tell you. What? We are so done. So you can do your job better. I've done my job 20 been, years, and I, I'm protecting the that. public from you reading your emails while you drive your car. Well, that drive hasn't safely existed now. for 20 years. That hasn't existed for 20 years. What emails? Okay, lady, you want to get technical about it? That hasn't existed for 20 years. Are you stupid? It means traffic stops. You dumb idiot. Jesus. Fucking Christ, what is wrong with people? So those are the Karen compilations of the, uh... Of the week there. Um, let me see, I got some notifications here on Reddit. I'm looking through the, um... Through the relationship advices here. Let's see. Um, what the fuck? These are so weird. Um, okay, is it, what? Wife arrested. My wife was arrested for shoplifting. She claims it was not intentional, but through tears, I deserve this because I do it all the time. It's worth noting we are financially comfortable, and what she tried to steal is minimal in value. Of course, we retained a lawyer and she'll likely get off without a record because she has no other priors. It makes, it makes me so angry that she'd take a risk like that, which could impact our family, two young kids. We had spent the day biking and cooking out, then when the kids went to bed, 
had to go to the store. Reality was we didn't need anything. It was a random trip at 11 p.m. To make things worse, we lit- the literally head of security for this chain is our neighbor, who we've only known for five months. So now I'm embarrassed every time I walk outside. She's acting like nothing happened. I'm not sure what to do or how to address it. How do you even discuss it? It's obviously unacceptable. How do I trust her with anything? Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta nip this in the bud before it becomes a really bad addiction. That's kleptomania, from what I can see. She's becoming a klepto. Like, when you just steal things for the, fa- for, for the sake of stealing them, like cheap things that you can definitely afford to buy, like you said, you're living comfortably, that's a problem. It's not stealing out of desperation. It's stealing just out of an addiction, an urge to do so. And so she needs therapy. She definitely needs therapy. And that is the best thing that you could do in this situation. Sit her down, say, like, if we don't, you can't keep doing this, so you have to get help. And then get her an appointment and get, get, you know, get help. So that, that is that. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying there. Um, I'm going to cut this short here because I got to go eat. But anyways, this has been the Short News Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Alex Mador. You can find me on Twitter at Alex underscore M-A-D-O-R-E. You can find me on Instagram at Alex Mador. I'm on Clubhouse, too. I'll be there tonight. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for listening. I love you very much. And peace. It's really that time of year. And your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day. Or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime. Now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available on location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs on location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with on location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.